podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The time has finally come. It's time to build up to the World Test Championship final between India and Australia. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Cricket Corner podcast with me Vatsal Bora. Today we have loads to cover from both teams forms India's dilemma over picking Ishan Kishan or Shikhar Bharat, the return of Ajinkya Rahane at number 5, team composition and to wrap things up we have the predictions for the upcoming finale. I use the word we here quite a lot of time because today I am joined by three of my friends and cricket experts who breathe the game just like I do. Let me introduce you to Dwij Vaishnav. Hi Vatsal. Pleasure yeah, to be hi. here. Nice to have you man. Uh Yash Purohit. Hi Vatsal. Thank you for inviting me. No worries, no worries. And uh Nachiket Acharya. Hi Vatsal. Thanks a lot for inviting us over. No worries man. Nachiket, let's let's start with you because you are uh, a Chennai Super Kings fans which unfortunately for us three of us we aren't. and you guys just recently won the ipl but my question is that do you think indian team or a, uh, some of the indian players would come out come into the world test championship final under prepared because of playing t20 cricket for about 2 months or do you think these players are professional enough and they don't need any such uh, any any special practice in general uh well this is a great point that you are making uh, i feel yeah. that uh, if you talk about the form uh, like uh, there has been questions that whether they can carry the same form i do not uh, think that would be a uh, that would be the case most of the times but i would definitely say that for someone like rahane who has been out of the team for almost uh, one and a half two years he'll have the confidence behind him so that might help him improve in the uh, red ball cricket uh, he has been uh, making big runs overseas for india but uh, yes. he had a shaky last two or three years so let's say someone like a rahane who has scored almost 400 runs for csk in the ipl uh, playing a crucial knock in the uh, finals of the ipl and also winning it so he could carry the confidence in there and that might help him flourish uh, in the game and uh, yeah. coming to the uh, other point whether uh, there's a difference between uh, everyone knows red ball and white ball and yeah. we had heard that uh, rohit sharma was uh, you know practicing every alternate day with uh, red ball cricket even during the ipl season so these players do have at their back of the mind that uh, what are what is coming next so they are already prepared for that it might take some uh, one or two days to get used to the conditions or uh, red ball cricket also so they are practicing well since the last uh, one or two weeks and uh, i think that uh, they sh- being at in the international level they should be able to adjust and cope up with uh, the difference that is on offer over here yeah yeah that, those are some good points and once again i want to talk about the professionalism of cricketers in general and yash coming to you do you think a, a one or two week break is sufficient enough for people to switch off from their ipl mindset and tune into their test match mindset in a way do you think it is coming way too early or do you think these players are good enough that they can get used to these conditions and a new format altogether in just a couple of weeks because let's be honest there have been quite a lot of english uh, sorry indian players in the ipl compared to australian ones so do you think that's advantage australia do you think it doesn't matter in the end i think being they all being professional athletes and like how you know they play very much all around the year so it shouldn't be an issue to adjust to the weather and conditions of a country but i would still think that i preferred two to three weeks of break uh, would get them into the perfect mindset because as you because i think that it's no joke um, like we had a really bad patch against new zealand and like though uh, we had a good match with australia in the gabba series but i think the break of at least 2 to 3 weeks would get each and every cricketer in the right state of mind yeah. because after ipl a sudden what some of the players have been barely there for 4 to 5 days so it might take some time to adjust to the conditions but given the fact that we have a pretty tight calendar before the world cup as well they should have been given at least 2 to 3 weeks of prep time so they could get uh, you know 
get good at what they are they prefer and yeah. uh, australia have a very good edge on that because like most of their players they have skipped ipl and they have been in england pretty much from i think mid uh, mid march so yeah. that would be a you know tough one to take but let's see that- like i trust rohit sharma's army and yeah. pretty much all of all of the players are in very good form uh, especially like to name to gil kohli uh, rahane and jadeja yes. they have a decent pace bowling attack as well mm-hmm. so so let's see what happens yeah uh, yash made a very interesting point there stating that a few australian players have already been in england for a good couple of months we have steve smith who has been playing for sussex manas labushain has been playing for glamorgan yes cheteshwar pujara himself has been performing quite well for sussex but my question to you dwij is india's test form coming into this world test championship final in general like we haven't had test matches for some time now due to the ipl but right before the ipl we had the border gavaskar trophy which yash mentioned briefly as well do you think confidence of beating australia in this year will be something that will be in our favor yeah definitely i think the border gavaskar trophy will set a benchmark for all these indian players and i think it will also have you know a sort of a psychological uh, fear it would have instilled in the australian players yes. minds because they exactly know how strong this indian uh, squad is despite of having major key players like shreya sayer uh, and jaspreet bumrah missing but still we have uh, enough backups from the <clears throat> great uh, ranji sides which uh, and the domestic season which india is producing uh, day, uh, day by day so i think that shouldn't be a problem and i think it will be advantage india because of the fact that we bat right till number 10 number 11 so yes, in the yes. batting department i don't think there is going to be any issue because players like mohammad siraj mohammad shami i think they are trained well enough to last for 50 60 deliveries and score some quick fire 30 40 runs at the tail yeah so yeah. i think i think uh, this border gavaskar trophy series win would obviously be in favor of india and also you know we have uh, champion players all throughout our 11 i mean majority of them are in the icc top 10 in various departments so that mm-hmm. speaks for itself it's staying with you dwij because i know uh, i know for a fact that you have been a big advocate uh, for ajinkya rahane and i am quite certain that you were the ones who was quite happy to see him return into the test team so i wanted to know your thoughts on his return to this uh, world test championship final squad because critics have been saying that he is picked solely based on his ipl form and ipl form and test playing test test matches is it's a completely different ball game altogether but what are your thoughts on rahane being picked do you think he it is the right call and does it deserve the same Oh well, I absolutely love Ajinkya Rahane as you correctly yeah. stated, and uh, his record in Test cricket speaks for itself. I don't need to advocate anything further for him. But yes, uh, he ran through a couple of years of bad form, and that is why he was dropped from the Test side. But you know, the class player that he is, and the fate that MS showed uh, in the CSK side, uh, despite him not being a known T20 player, he could deliver right. only through sheer class and timing so those yeah. two traits you know are fundamental in test cricket as well plus uh, jinx has always performed when india needed him the most beat in the australia series beat in the england series the year before so he is a player of big occasions and i think uh, seeing the injuries that india had in the middle order picking ajinkya rahane even if he did not perform as exceedingly well for csk was a no brainer so yes i am definitely very happy that he again is back in the side and not only that he'll also provide a crucial year to rohit sharma and virat kohli for leading the side if we are in any of situations that that's that's some really good points uh, made do you do you want to add anything to that nachiket do you feel like what what are your thoughts basically on the selection of ajinkya rahane uh well first of all he would he has not been the first choice to come back into this uh, the first oh, choice right. would have been uh, shreya sayer of course yeah. he is injured 
India also tried around uh, Surya Kumar Yadav. That was just for one match. But uh, in whatever limited opportunities that he has gone, it got in tests and ODIs, he hasn't been able to cement his place in those two formats. Next option would be Sarfraz Khan. Uh, he has scored big, big hundreds in the Ranji Trophy in the domestic season. Also, I guess a couple of triple hundreds. But mm, the yes. thing is that you just cannot, uh, you know, uh, trust on him on just coming into the World Chess Championship finals in a tricky place like England and just, you know, back that responsibility on him. India would have ideally have a plan for him that they could ease him into the uh, test team for yes. at least the season. They should give him some opportunities. And uh, Ajinkya Rahane's inclusion hasn't purely been based on his IPL form, I guess, because he has scored a double hundred in Ranji this season. He has scored six to seven hundred runs, uh, captain mm-hmm. in Mumbai. He has uh, looked in good form. He has not uh, scored like Pujara, but he has been in decent form, averaging close to 50 or 60 runs this season. And to top it off, uh, he had also been in superb nick in the IPL. So it yeah. is not that uh, the first couple of knocks of 20 ball 60s has uh, you know, instantly uh, got him a place in the Indian team. I guess that uh, the selectors have been wary of his Ranji form too. And I think that uh, he was the only practical choice possible. Uh, seeing uh, all the injuries and other stuff that i just spoken about, he has been one of the best options for this particular match. Yeah, that I like the uh, like the way you said that he, he was the only practical choice for the selectors. And, and Yash, I wanted to quickly talk about that with you. Do you think... With that number five slot open and Rahane getting that choice solely because of his IPL form, yes. But also, as Najiket mentioned, he has been playing really well in the Ranji Trophy as well. Do you think that is his place for the taking now? Do you think once Shreyas Ayer is back or let's say KL Rahul is back, do you think these people will then come up and get his spot once again? Or do you think a good performance here would cement their his place in this test team for the foreseeable future? I think for now, Rahane is a very pretty good option. But I would also like to add another name to the list. Yes. My man Rishabh Pant is also unfortunately missing the final. Yeah. So, I would prefer him over the two. Uh, anytime when he comes back, probably like yeah. this year or the next year. But for now, I think Rahane as a test cricketer, uh, he is pretty much... I think he's better than the two. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw what he did in Gaba with the vice captaincy and captaincy as well. Yeah. So for now, I would not trade him for anybody else. But I would, uh, I would really prefer Rishabh Pant over KL Rahul and uh, Shreya Sayyar in the test ranking in the test team as well. Yeah, but I think that's a really good point you made uh, that we, which uh, none of us three had mentioned before that he was a really good. Not only a batsman, but also a very good captain when Virat Kohli was absent during that Australian tour. So, that's a really big plus which India have when the likes of Bumrah isn't there. We don't have Shreya Sayyar as mentioned before. So, it's really good to have a senior member in a way who can, as as already mentioned before, who can like stay, uh, step in shoes of Virat Kohli or and even Rohit Sharma to to some regards yeah, and tips and, yeah, and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah that, that's what I was adding. Like with Rohit Sharma, I think sometimes he trembles uh, in captainship. Uh, you yes. would see he, he might he gets he gets panicked up. He he starts you know uh, ignoring the players. He's not there around to you know, cheer them up, lift them up like how we are see, used to seeing Rahane and Kohli. So yes. I think uh, even this will help us to get that tricky situation because. Australia, uh, as you see, uh, in the morning I saw a photo tweeted by one of the accounts, like how they did a photo shoot of four of the fastest ballers. And man, I was legit scared seeing that photo. So I think that would be a big boost if we could, you know, keep the wickets going, give some time to uh, to the openers. Get some good, decent scores on the board. Yes, so yes. It will overhelp. Uh, like we'll, we get, we got a good depth in the batting as well, so that should help yeah. us. With uh, being around. Yes, I I like how you already mentioned. We are like ba- barely fifteen minutes into the podcast, and you are already mentioning 
that picture which you saw on Twitter, which had Scott Boland, Josh Hazelwood, Pat Cummins, and Mitchell Stark. We are expecting three of them to play. There have been talks stating that Stark and Cummins are a guarantee, and there could be a cho- toss-up between either Hazelwood or Scott Boland. Cam Green is obviously there as well, so he is another seamer. Dwich, coming to you regarding this same question, are you worried about this pace attack, which which the Australians have brought? Because let's be honest, they didn't have the best of the pace attack when they came here for the Border Gavaskar Trophy. Yes, you can argue that we didn't have seam-friendly wickets, so even if they had brought them, they might not have been as threatening as they look like on paper, but English conditions usually aid fast bowlers. Do you think that's a big challenge for us Indian batsmen? Personally speaking, I don't think uh, it's that big a challenge and I also don't think that bowlers like Stark and Cummins are right now at their peak form. So, uh, I think they have been a bit all over the place since the past one to two years and um, they have not been able to find that right rhythm. I don't think that suddenly out of the blue in one match, they'll be able to be as good as they were. They are not... Yes. I mean, that would be very extremely difficult knowing that they haven't been playing test ball cricket since quite a while now. So, I think that, yes, their attack is superb. I think it's the pace attack is slightly better than India, seeing Jaspreet Bumrah is the missing cog in our wheel. But, yep. yes, uh, personally speaking, I don't think that uh, they will cause much of a havoc to our Indian batting lineup because, as I said, we bat deep and whatever our top order is capable of doing, they have already they are already experienced enough to face the likes of such bowlers, be it in any conditions. And, you know, the benchmark that Virat Kohli has set under his captaincy, I mean, I don't think Indians, Indian fans or Indian cricketers in general now fear any pace opposition uh, around the globe. That's that's very interesting point which uh, Dwij made. And Nachiket, I wanted your opinions on this as well. He Dwij mentioned that Yes, Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood are really, really good players and one of the best bowling attack on their day. But yes, Cummins has been in and out of the side. He had that unfortunate uh, demise of his mother, which uh, we still condole with him. And I hope he has like he has already returned strong. Uh, Mitchell Stark has been in and out with injury. Josh Hazelwood has be- recently been injured. So his participation is still in uh, still in doubt. Scott Boland has been in and out of the Australian squad as well. So, do you think it's it's the pressure is on Australian bowlers to come up all guns blazing from the real get-go? Because the World Test Championship for them is more important because they need to prepare for the Ashes as well. So, do you think the pressure is on them instead of being on Indian batsmen? Oh, well, first of all, I'd uh, answer the question uh, regarding the uh, pace attack that uh, Australia yes. has. Well, they have a world-class pace attack of uh, Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, and also Boland has chipped in with some crucial contributions. Uh, but yeah. uh, I think Indians are pretty uh, good coming up against them. We have defeated them twice in uh, their home conditions over there uh, yes. in 2018 and also in the 2020-21 series. We have... Mm-hmm. Gone in their backyard and uh, won a test series out of nowhere. Yeah. They had pretty much their full strength team both of the times, and uh, we had a second or third strength team with us. So, yes, yes of course, they are genuinely world class. Uh, they have a genuinely world class attack, but uh, Indians, if they apply themselves to the situation, there's no reason why they cannot, uh, I think, overcome this attack. We've been good in English conditions in the last series too uh, for test matches. That mm-hmm. was under Virat Kohli's captaincy. We have been good enough over there. We have yes. been good enough against Australia as an opposition. I do not remember the last time that they have won a test series against India. Be mm-hmm. home conditions or away, we have been winning over there. But uh, there is a threat, like uh, as uh, you guys mentioned earlier too. Indians have been preparing for uh, red ball extensively since the past two, three, four, five days. And Australians have been there over uh, since a long time. So yeah. I just think that uh, they might be better suited to the conditions, but uh, these Indian players have played all around the world, and England also is a place where uh, Indians have been played. And I guess the last Test match Indian India played at the Oval, uh, we won against England. 
Yes, we did. Yes, we have happy memories over there, and we just need to apply ourselves against this attack. Be patient, and uh, I think that we can come up with a good result in this uh, game. And uh, talking about pressure, pressure is, uh, you know, on both the teams. Even Australia, mm-hmm. as you said, are preparing for the Ashes. They they will need the momentum. Uh, yeah, in those conditions to go go on against this uh, England side, and India have also been in the finals in the last uh, tournament too in the World Test Championship and weren't able to defeat New Zealand. So yes, pressure is on India too as they haven't delivered something big overseas in the last couple of years. So pressure is on India too. Rohit Sharma also because he has been he's this is the first proper assignment that the biggest assignment that he has got. Uh, yeah, in, under his captaincy, so it will be interesting to see that how uh, the things pan out over there. We have we have talked about um, the Australian pace attack for quite a few moments, uh, quite a lot of time now. And uh, one thing is for certain that, regardless of them coming in cold, regardless of them having injury and stuff, they are a threat to be reckoned with. And Yash, I wanted to come to you in this point because to face a good Good enough bowling attack. You need a capable batting unit as well, and something which India has. Don't get me wrong with the inclusion of Rahane as well. But there is this point that you made that we lack the impact of Rishabh Pant in middle lower middle order, and we have two options coming into this World Test Championship final. We have either Shrikar Bharat who played all four Test matches in the Border Gavaskar series, or we have picked Ishan Kishan who could. Make his debut, his test debut, that is, in the World Test Championship final on the big stage. I know you have been quite a critic of Ishan Kishan at times. You have been like, I'm sure you like him as a player because he plays for your side, Mumbai Indians, and he can give you quick fire runs. But then you have been quite critical sometimes, stating that he takes unnecessary risk or he plays uh, shots which are irresponsible in nature to to some extent, but. Ricky Ponting recently said that Ishan Kishan should play in in the final because of that X factor, which is something I completely agree with. And but but on the other hand, I see why Shikhar Bharat is also a capable batsman. What are your thoughts on this wicket keeping issues? Do you think it's too early and too like it's fast tracking Ishan Kishan at uh, and panicking because we don't have someone like Rishabh Pant? Or do you think we should stay with the tried and tested Shikhar Bharat for this game? I think uh, specifically for this final, this big final, I would stick with Shikhar Bharat. I yeah. think we should not rush Ishan Kishan because what would happen is, like God forbid, if he fails, he's if he's not up to the mark, yeah. the batting section probably. Like yeah, we need to rely on middle order as well. Correct. And yes. If he fails, so I doubt he might be getting any other chances because, as you know, the Selectors and the people who watch from their homes—they are very critical about such players. And like everybody yes. deserves a second or third chance. If Ishan Kishan unfortunately fails big, and then I don't see him getting any other chances in future. And this for thing, uh, this is a very big, big, big test for us because we already yeah. lost once against New Zealand, and the mm-hmm. momentum that we carry on after this win is what will take us through the World Cup. Which is most needed for makes which is the, like most priority for us right now because in between we have I think uh, the only big tournament would be an Asia Cup. Rest all are like uh, small small tournaments and small series. So yes. I think India should not take the risk with Ishan Kishan. Let's go with Shikhar Bharat. He was in the test previously. Let's yeah. you know leave Ishan for a while. He can always have another day, another ODI or a test. But for now, Shikhar Bharat would be a better wicketkeeper batsman. Anishan Kishan, in my opinion, because he even didn't have a very you know good IPL as well. He was very inconsistent. Yeah. So yeah, these are my two thoughts. Which, what are your thoughts on Kishan versus Bharat? Because for me, I can see both sides of the argument. I can agree with what Yash said that we should not try and test things in a World Test Championship final after or we have after the fact we've already lost one against New Zealand a couple of years ago. But then on the other hand, Ishan Kishan can be someone who plays like Rishabh Pant, who comes down the order and counter-attacks the bowling attack, uh, uh, just like how Rishabh Pant has done against James Anderson, against Stuart Broad, against the likes of Australian Pacers as well in Australia. 
so my mind is completely confused and i'm like 50 50 on the fence but what are your thoughts about this kishan and bharat situation yes i think first of all um, ishan kishan might be a similar sort of dynamic player like rishabh pant but it is important to keep in mind that he isn't a number 6 player regularly like pant is even for his domestic side so yeah. ishan kishan traditionally is an opener and uh, he's quite used to facing the new ball i am not completely sure if he can replicate the same job that he does uh, coming down the order because even in domestic season he hasn't been regularly featuring in the middle order so i don't think all of a sudden india should experiment someone completely new in the middle order just because you need someone who is counter productive i mean players like ravindra jadeja and rahane which is quietly visible they also can play those crucial counter productive knocks if the need be yeah. so there isn't such a need of uh, especially filling in ishan kishan for that role also mm-hmm. another thing which i think is that uh, it will depend mostly on the combination that india decides to play so if for example india looks to go on with two spinners then i think ks uh, bharat will play uh, definitely because yeah. two spinners means either of ashwin or akshar and along with ravindra jadeja will play so i think that will uh, be one more break in our batting order so that at that point of time ks bharat would be a safe bet but if we go decide to go for an extra pacer then i think ishan kishan might come to the fore- forefront but personally speaking i don't think just for that one counter productive trait india should go for ishan kishan yeah. because i don't think he is also that good a keeper as ks bharat is in test matches because uh, ks bharat might not be someone like ms dhoni but i think he's much more replicates ridhiman saha and how solid his wicket keeping mm-hmm. is so yes, for me um, any time ks bharat should start in this final so so far we have two nil in favor of k uh, shikhar bharat ks bharat uh, nachiket three nil or two one in ishan kishan's favor would be a bit surprising but two one <laughs> so you think ishan kishan should play i i have just developed this uh, thought of mine in a couple of weeks ago because for a simple yeah. reason ks bharat ideally should be given uh, his uh, chance over here seeing that he has just played four matches he should yeah. be given a go as yeah. no player should be dropped after one series or a couple of uh, bad games Makes but sense, yes. uh, what i feel is that this is a one off and this is a final and uh, you have seen ks bharat rose into the arena when he was uh, playing for rcb at number 3 position he scored some crucial runs in the 2020 ipl season yes yes uh, it was he was very good over there and uh, he is the closest you would see to rhythman saha in terms of wicket keeping in the current crop of keepers mm-hmm. but uh, what i would say that he has contributed a quick fire 20 or 30 in the uh, border gavaskar trophy looking at india's worries in uh, the top and middle order Uh, in test formats particularly uh, the reliance has been on ashwin akshar and jadeja to deliver some crucial 100 to 200 runs yes so uh, what india wants from a wicket keeper or in general if any team wants from a wicket keeper is that he can score some good 30 40 50 consistent runs yeah well and uh, you know just keep the scoreboard flowing or something like that uh, he's of course not used to bat at number 7 he is i guess he's also batting up the order for uh, jharkhand uh, mm-hmm. when he played rash but uh, no wicket keeper that that has played for india has batted at number 7 for his domestic team if you look out the records also they are, in domestic cricket they always bat higher up the order and when it comes to international cricket they have to adjust based on the combination of the team Uh, coming back uh, kishan kishan has the experience of playing uh, world class bowlers smashing them over the last 6 uh, to 7 years uh, he has been playing for india for a while now he has played, been yes. in ipl for a while now he is uh, not that consistent but i feel that when it comes to crucial runs down the order i would prefer kishan kishan ideally i'm saying again ideally bharat should be given a chance there yes. no doubt about that but uh, i think that he is a brilliant wicket keeper out of the two is a better wicket keeper but uh, india also needs the, their number 7 batsman to score runs every time you cannot expect uh, ashwin jadeja and everyone 
to yeah. uh, come in with handy uh, contributions from a position where we are in pressure so for me uh, i would personally go for kishan but again it would be totally unfair on bharat because uh, he has earned his uh, place in the team he has been with the team since the last one or two years after saha was uh, dropped Uh, so he yeah. ideally should be given a chance, but again, uh, as this is a one-off, I think Kishan is worth a gamble over here. That that's a really good point, and I I like the fact that both you and Dwij made that point that it has been a recurring thing as far as the Indian Test squad is concerned that we have to heavily rely on the likes of Ashwin Jadeja and Akshar Patel to give us some valuable runs because most of the times as seen in the border gavaskar series as well that a top order and a middle order have failed to live up to their expectations we have some good players in there we have rohit sharma shubman gill we have cheteshwar pujara and of course the star virat kohli but we still have to rely on these two all rounders in a way to give us runs but it is the final is happening in england and some might argue that playing three spinners in ashwin jadeja and akshar doesn't make sense when the pitches don't usually aid to spinners as much as in england particularly as much as it does in india let's say so do you think and nachiket i want to stay with you on this do you think you should have, we should drop one of ashwin jadeja or nakshar patel if if yes then would you go for either shardul thakur or umesh yadav this is assuming Shami and Siraj are playing in the eleven. So, what are your thoughts on this team comp- composition? Uh, well, I would uh, personally uh, have Thakur in place of Akshar Patel. Okay. Because as we have seen, Jadeja and Akshar Patel are almost similar kind of bowlers. With Jadeja having more accuracy and more uh, experience and crucial yeah. knocks for uh, India. Yeah. So I would go with Ashwin and Jadeja as the two spinners, and uh, also for a fact that there's no point in having two uh, slow left-arm bowlers because uh, Australia also have two or three good left-handers. Uh, yeah. In form, uh, Travis Head, David Warner, and also uh, Alex. Usman Khwaja. Usman Khwaja. Usman Khwaja. Sorry, yes. Yep. Usman Khwaja. So they have three or four good left-handers. So having two left-arm spinners would be a bit of a risk going in as. Uh, Ashwin and Jadeja would be enough, and ideally going in England, three pacers are uh, a must. And Thakur, yeah. because see, Umesh Yadav has been a beautiful uh, servant for Indian cricket. He's chipped in whenever needed, whenever there's a chance for him to play, he has played decently. But yeah. uh, Thakur purely for the fact that uh, if you are taking Akshar Patel away, you are not only taking a bowler but also a batsman who scores in crucial run- batsman who scores crucial runs. And yeah, we saw in the England series last time round that uh, Thakur has made good contributions for uh, Team India uh, in Test cricket, both with the bat and ball. So I think yeah. that Thakur will be a good. He's not as good as a bowler uh, as Umesh Yadav would be, but he has a knack of chipping up with wickets and breaking partnerships. And also, uh, you know, if we have lost some quick wickets, he can be uh, aggressive and reliable both at the same time. So he's one of the rare. Cricketers that India have, but his form also hasn't been uh, very good of late. But uh, when you play Test matches for India, especially a final like this, I think that he can come up with and perform for India. So yeah, for me, uh, in place of Akshar, I'd have uh, Shardul Thakur. So, so th- those are your thoughts. What about you, Dwij? First of all, do you think we should? Do you agree with Nachiket that we need to pick three seamers and two spinners, or? Are you in the favor of having all three Ashwin Jadeja and Akshar Patel? What are your thoughts on the team composition? Like, do you think it is wise to pick Shard- Shardul Thakur instead of Umesh Yadav, or do you? Because I know for a fact that you have been a good, uh, like a good backer of Umesh himself. So, what are your thoughts on this? Same. Ah uh, yes, uh, I agree word by word what Nachiket said, and I wouldn't yeah. change a thing about whatever his views were. I know I've been a massive Umesh Yadav fan, but take simply taking away the fact that you cannot play three spinners in England, so you need to have that extra batting cushion, and that Shardul Thakur will provide. I mean, 
yes umesh yadav can hit those 18 20 runs but you know you need someone more dependable in the lower middle order and shardul thakur can fill that void so yes i also will go with three seamers in uh, shami siraj and shardul and uh, my two spinners would again be jadeja and ashwin ashwin simply because the fact that currently is the number one ranked test bowler and you yeah. know how good he has been all over the world in test matches so good point yes completely you know uh, he has completely shred away the you know uh, people's ideology that spinners can't do well in english pitches or australian pitches ashwin is truly world class i mean uh, all over the world he has grabbed wickets and also he has a knack of contributing runs regularly with 50s and 60s in test matches so i think yeah. under no cases can we drop players like ashwin and simply because the fact because of the fact that we are not playing akshar i think that is also a bit harsh on him because he has been in tremendous form for in both red and white ball cricket for india since the past one or two years but yeah i think mainly strategically thinking i think akshar will not get a go ahead but shardul thakur will play ahead of him that's like we talked heavily about the australian pace attack just like a couple of minutes ago we we talked about the english the sorry the indian bowling attack as well the the thing which i personally feel is that it's a battle between the indian pace attack and the australian pace attack in a way and yash i wanted to club these two points and ask you a question stating that we we heavily talked about how good hazelwood stark and cummings are for australia and for india we have Shami and Siraj, and based on their form, at least the short-term form in the IPL, and looking at their form in the Test series in the Border Gavaskar, uh, in the uh, in the Border Gavaskar series as well, where even on spin-friendly wickets, the likes of Shami in particular was able to get important wickets. Do you think our bowling attack is as good as Australia's, if not better? At least based uh, on the current form, that is. If we take the current form, of course, like we are not better, uh, we are not even superior. We are at par with them. I think the only difference would is the absence of Bumrah being in the playing eleven. Like if we yeah. had him for this specific final, <clears throat> we could have at least matched or be superior to them. Because as you said, other bowlers like uh, Stark and uh, Hazelwood, they haven't been, I think, in the top form since last one or yeah. two years. even Good like point. they had their ups and downs in the later stage of gabar trophy as well and yeah. for now i think their 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 main focus should be wtc but they have a very big series ashes ahead up as well so they really yeah. need to take up their game and this will be a challenge for them to you know get back to their uh, regular form which was like some years ago so yeah. as uh, answering your question we we are not at par with them Uh, yeah we have our good own bowling they are both the, both the fast bowlers are in a very good form and i expect them to you know at least match with what australia will be uh, giving our batters and, and uh, yeah, yeah go ahead yeah go ahead go ahead and like i think this may be like this may come as a surprise but i think we should also give unad got a chance So we you can okay? play with three fast bowlers and two spinners, as uh, earlier was mentioned by Nachiket and Dwiggs. But I yeah. think if we go with the trio of Shami, Siraj, and Urad Gatwick, of course, Jadeja and Ashwin, that would be also a pretty good bowling lineup for Team India. That's what I think. So you would rather like sacrifice a bowling all rounder in the form of Shardul Thakur for an out and out seamer? Is that what you are trying to say? Yes. All right, that's an interesting point because Umesh Yadav has been part of the Indian setup for quite some time now, and I think last he played was against Bangladesh in December. But yeah, that's that's an important point. And and Yash, I want to stay with you in, on this. Let's briefly talk about the Australian team as well. Yes, they did not have the best of the series when it comes to the Border Gavaskar Trophy, and I know we have mentioned the BGT for a number of times now. But do you think? these players are still world class and they're and they're let's say the likes of david warner and steve smith did not have the best of the times in india but do you still reckon that they are the threat when it comes to the world test championship final which is going to be played in a completely different scenario and uh, conditions of course like steve smith 
one of the greats of the game almost as far as on as Virat Kohli in test cricket. Yes. David yes. Warner undoubtedly one of my favorite openers. Actually, I just got the news that he'll be uh, sadly playing his last test in 2024 against Pakistan. So yeah. if these two are not uh, like these two cannot be, no, they can be the game changers. Yes, Warner, it, like he hasn't been you, consistent in any of the forms, T20, ODI, or Test. He had a very decent yeah, IPL as well point. last year as well. But like he's something like you just cannot ignore or turn the blind side. He can be a game changer. He can get you that quick runs. He can keep the wickets, and if he gets a good decent start and a partnership with Steve Smith as well, they can put a good score in between innings. So I think Australia has a pretty strong squad as well. What happened? In the border Gavaskar Trophy, we should, you know, just not uh, rub it under the carpet. This is a totally different country with different conditions, a different cricket in all. So I think, yeah, it, uh, like we might see some surprises. I like how, like I, I agree with the game. Yeah, time. go ahead, go ahead. They have, go. they have, they have some game time. They have been, they have been there practicing. Yes, everything they know are in and out because of the IPL as well. Yeah, so I think we are in for a surprise. I like how we are not counting out Steve Smith and David Warner, but Dwij, I wanted your opinions on who who do you think, according to you, is the X factor for the Australian side? Yes, Warner and Smith are by far one of the one of the greats of the modern Australian Test team. You still have the likes of Manas Labushain, who is very good in English conditions. Usman Khwaja, well, he had he had real he had a good season. In India, he scored a century in the fourth Test match. Cameron Green has been coming up as the next big superstar. So, who who is this one Australian player that you are going to keep an eye on during the World Test Championship final, which can trouble the Indians? Yes, I think uh, I have a very different answer on this one. My X factor would be Travis Head, uh, purely because I think he is that one Australian batsman who. Gets going from the word go. I think uh, you know he uh, plays like he's playing a one day or T Twenty yes, yes. for Australia. That is something which you don't see any other Australian player in the lineup doing. And yeah. I also think that uh, you know the Australian selectors have been you know going after for players who have performed well in the past. I mean they had Cameron Bancroft. And Michael Nasser, who were the leading run scorer and wicket getters in their Sheffield Shield, but yeah. unfortunately they didn't find a place in the 15-man squad. So I think Australians are also wary about the strength that strength and threat that Indians have, and I think they are following a model of you know backing their players who have performed well against India in the past. So I think Travis Head ticks all those boxes, and I think as as much as. Uh, Everyone here likes Cameron Green and his emergence onto the world scene, but Travis Head, you know, has been chipping in with the runs constantly for Australia, and his performances have gone a bit under the radar. So I think he will be the one who uh, India needs to watch out for, and I also think that he'll be a great part-time option for Australia if they, you know, need to resort to a spinner in. in good op- yeah, good point. That's a good point actually, because Australia, apart from Lyon and their Three quicks and let's say Cameron Green. They lack a proper six bowling option, and then they have to yeah, yeah. resolve resolve to the likes of Travis Head, Steve Smith, Labushin. even Manas Labushin. Yeah, Labushin yeah. can ball a bit. So that's a really good point. And Nachiket, we talked about the Australian bowling attack. We are now talking about the batting attack now. Do you do you think do you think that's there? It's going to be an issue for them that their ba- batting order. Just ends abruptly after Alex Carey because you cannot consider Pat Cummins as an out-and-out all-rounder. So, do you think they the lack of depth in their batting is going to be a concern not only in the World Test Championship final but also in the Ashes? Well, um, if you compare, uh, let's say uh, the last match of their uh, the last uh, playing eleven of the Border Gavaskar Trophy yes. and uh, the what they might. Come up with in the World Test Championship final. I just see one change. Uh, there won't be uh, hands come, so Warner would come back. Yeah, Travis Head can be, Travis Head or Kwaja can be uh, shifted to the middle order. And yeah, I'm just trying to find out a weakness because 
you see a very good top and middle order over here you see kwaja travis head david warner manas labushin steve smith cam green coming up with some runs alex carey could come in come yeah. with a crucial contribution of 20 30 40 runs yes there uh, after that you can see that stark has uh, just left behind his batting for the last couple of years even he was a good contributor with the bat mm-hmm. man comins is a someone who can uh, chip in with 50 60 good runs so yeah. they have enough in their team to score 4 to 500 runs if the conditions are in favor uh, any pitch apart from a rank turner australian batting is always one to be feared along with yes. the bowling unit but uh, as also india have played well against the uh, top overseas countries in the recent past i don't mm-hmm. think that it would uh, scare them off but of course yeah. it's tough to find a weakness in this uh, australian batting lineup and uh, i think that going ahead they would have a bit of a problem when this current crop retires or comes to a decline because david warner as uh, yash mentioned uh, this might be his last season Steve yeah. Smith is not getting any younger. Usman Khawaja is almost uh, uh, has a couple of years in him. So when this current crop are not in uh, contention, then there would be a uh, that then there would be an issue. But uh, till then, I do not think that uh, Australians lack any depth in their batting. Even Nathan Lyon, we have seen he can stick around and uh, hang in there with a batsman if needed. So, so do you think so? coming to my question which i asked so do you don't think that uh not a de- deep batting unit is not going to affect them personally because just because they have some brilliant players up the order so that weakness well, down I, the order is yeah go ahead i think that i think that they bat deep anyway uh, carry at 7 comings at 8 almost so after yeah. that also you have nathan lyon mitchell stark who can hang in there so i do not think that that would be an issue for them because any team you see uh, do not bat as deep as 9 10 11 they are just uh, hit or miss kind of players even india after ashwin you wouldn't see a shami can hit a, hit a couple of sixes siraj can yeah. hit a couple of sixes but post that you cannot expect much uh, other than hanging around for 10 to 15 yeah. balls so i do think that they bat till number 9 or 10 if they need to save the match or something like that so i do not think that's an issue yeah i i kind of agree but then i feel like my mindset has been spoiled in a way by the fact that our batting <laughs> unit as you mentioned before that goes Correct. down to shami and siraj that even they can tonk a few quick fire 11 12 of four or five deliveries and give you that edge because it's quite important in a way that the tail sometimes when the top order middle order and the lower order phase that and the tail hangs in can be an annoyance to the fast bowling and that can help you gain the momentum going into the second innings when the opposition come out to bat so that's the reason why i feel like our tail is a little better than australia correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like even though both the sides technically bat till 9 10 if you include stark or shami in a way but i still feel like india have an edge when it comes to the depth in the batting unit so 100% yeah and nachiket let's let's stay with you and can you just briefly tell us your playing 11 for india okay so based on what you uh, views i had given uh, yes. this is how my playing 11 goes uh, shubman gill and rohit sharma to open yeah Pujara at three, followed by yeah. Kohli, Rahane, Jadeja, mm-hmm. yes. Shan Kishan, yeah. Ashwin, Shardul Thakur, Shami, and uh, Mohammad Siraj. Dwich, do you make any changes or do you stick with this? Because this could be like the blueprint of every Indian team for this World Test Championship final. Like whatever predictions we make, do you see any changes here? No, I'll also go with the same eleven. If I think if India does not play akshar patel then this is the definite lineup that will be there yeah because because apart from let's say the only like trouble which we had in picking one or the other was ishan kishan or shrikant bharat so i think that's the only 
place which can see a bit of change here and there but apart from them yeah as i said much, uh, yeah yes i said earlier that if you know india is going with only two spinners then ks bharat has to be in that side but if we are going in with three four seamers and only a spinner in either ashwin or jadeja then ishan kishan might have a go so i think i am still not 100% sure as to who among the two keepers will start but this is my philosophy as in if two spinners and definitely ks bharat and what about you yash i am assuming you are also not making any changes to the sides which nachiket and twitch picked no there was there would be only one change instead of ishan kishan i would go with shikhar dhawan oh okay yes, so everything would be same <clears throat> yeah so you wanted proper dedicated wicket keeper who can be reliable yes <laughs> yeah i i i completely agree and if you ask me even i would personally go with shikhar bharat just because of his play, he like he has experience not not that four matches counts as a lot of experience but still it's something better than not having text exposure altogether is the sole reason why i would pick with uh i would go with shikhar bharat as well uh i think we have covered most of the points now let's uh, now no i just want to add one more point and and, and yash let's stay with you on this we have a very strong batting lineup that's the reason why all four of us are picking the same top order at least how important is virat kohli i know i know that in whatever format we play against wh- whichever team we play virat kohli is the name which jumps out of the scorecard and he just he he is the star batsman regardless of how good shubman gill and rohit sharma are you always look forward to virat kohli scoring runs how important do you think he is going to be virat kohli is the jewel of the crown yes. which is indian cricket team he is the king yeah like when the you know the pressure is the highest and the lights are the brightest only king step up <laughs> So wow. this guy needs no introduction. His his batting, his bat does the talking for him. He is one of not the most but the crucial players yes. for India. So I think, and he is in a very 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 good form on top of his form. We saw how he passed Pakistan last year, carried forward yes. to you know the Border Gaskar Trophy and yes. IPL as well. He had a really good season with I think two centuries. Yes, uh, in the last two to three games. So yep. this is going. This is this is his year. This is his time to shine. And I really hope. Okay, you know we 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 are in to witness some poetry. Yeah, I. Which do you agree with Yash that it's uh, Virat Kohli who has to be India's prime and best batsman if we have any chance of winning the World Test Championship final, or do you still believe in the likes of? Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill. Don't get me wrong; they are fantastic player in their own right. But do you think the pressure will once again fall onto Virat Kohli's shoulder if we need something magical to happen? Yeah, I think uh, pressure has always been there on Virat since you know he has been the Indian captain and you know has been consistently scoring the runs for India. So that pressure is nothing new for virat and indian fans are such that they constantly expect him to score in every match so yeah. that isn't something new but i don't think that uh, he will be the sole you know player who is under pressure because i think shubman gill has been in the form of his life and i think he can shoulder that pressure along with virat kohli and also players like you know ajinkya rahane rohit sharma cheteshwar pujara who has been there in england since the past couple of months playing county cricket i think all of these players you know are now matured enough and they are established enough in indian cricket and in the indian test team that you know only shouldering the pressure on virat kohli like sachin tendulkar had in the 90s that if he yeah. got out then entire indian team crumbled so that is not the case right now so i think yes um, virat kohli is still the best Test cricketer for me personally, not the best test cricketer, just the best cricketer overall in all formats. But yes, I don't think the sole pressure would be on him, and I think even he will know that that he has players around him. You know, if even if he fails for a couple of uh, you know innings, then he, they can shoulder the pressure. So yes, yeah, yes, go ahead. You have something to add here? Just to add that whenever Virat Kohli is batting, it's the baller who is under pressure, not him. Yeah, that that's kind of true. And 
Nachiket, what do you agree with? Like, we, obviously, we all agree with the fact what Yash and Dwight said that Virat Kohli is the star batsman. Do you think? But do, do you still think it's wise to rely on just one player all the time? Yes, nine times out of ten, he has lived up to Indians' expectations. So there is no denying the fact that he cannot live up to our expectations once again. But do you think it's the time for others to step up as well? Well, I think others have been stepping up since the past yes. uh, couple of years or three years, as uh, it was absolutely the case where Virat Kohli carried this Indian batting team for at least uh, eight to ten years yeah. and uh, single-handedly chased down totals time and time again. Single-handedly scored daddy hundreds in all formats of the game, and yes. uh, unfortunately, he had been out of touch for two or three seasons. But uh, even then, India has hasn't crumbled. Uh, in any situations, they have gone on and won overseas. Uh, we have also performed well in uh, ODIs and T20s. And mm-hmm. of course, whenever Virat Kohli comes out to bat, he has uh, the nation's expectations on his shoulders. But I feel that uh, it's also a, a time to for other players to prove their point, uh, especially for someone like Rohit Sharma to stand up as a captain in this format. Particularly, he has scored yeah. runs, he has scored centuries. But, uh, you know, he needs a big, big, big contribution from his side. And I just hope that uh, he doesn't uh, have another average match over here as a batsman. Uh, yeah. Shubman Gill has been in lightning form since the past six months. He has been scoring double hundreds in ODIs. He has been scoring hundreds in IPL, hundreds for India as well. So he's another one who we need to, you know, India needs him going well in every inning because yeah. uh, let's say uh, both of them get out and you have uh, Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins firing in at 145 clicks an hour. All of yeah. a sudden, India are 10 for 2 and Kohli and Pujara at the crease. So, starting from Gil and Rohit, everyone needs to play their roles perfectly, build a good partnership and, you know, then the lower order can finish it off. But, uh, of course, the expectations with Virat Kohli will be high. Uh, as we have seen, he's been in good uh, touch in the last six months. So, yeah. he has been the man who has always stepped up for India in ICC tournaments. Unfortunately, we haven't won. Uh, but uh, he has stepped in in crucial situations like against Pakistan also. Yeah. So, I feel that uh, it's a good performance coming in from Team India in this match. And I think we, I think let's... Let's be honest, we have covered all the points and now is the time to put you guys on the line and ask you for your predictions. As uh, Well, I'll just go first and I think we'll all agree that India is... Like, we'll all pick India to win because it's once again our team. But I want your predictions, like who is going to win. I'm sure it's going to be India. But I also want one player who will stand out and be your personal... Like your predicted man of the match. I'll personally go with Ravindra Jadeja because... The, because surely because of the momentum he is going to carry into this World Test Championship final, he played a match-winning knock in the IPL final. He has been crucial with the bat and the ball even before the IPL started. He played a crucial role in the crucial role in the Border Gavaskar series as well. So solely based on how well he has been for the last six months, I'll personally pick Ravindra Jadeja as my player of the match and India to win. Let's start with Yash. Prediction. Uh, for India, of course, I'll uh, go this one with you, Ravindra Jadeja yeah. for me. Oh, same. What about you, Dwij? I think the trophy will be shared. The match will be a draw. And, oh, nice. Uh, the man of the match would be Mohamed Siraj. Nachiket? Yes, uh, if Ravindra Jadeja is the man of the match in England, there's uh, obviously been a top order collapse. So I would, oh, I would okay. rather <laughs> I would rather pick uh, Shubman Gill or Virat Kohli as my man of the match. And if I were to choose anyone, I would choose uh, Virat Kohli as yeah. we need to see him thriving in this situation against score a big hundred. And my prediction uh, stands that India will clinch the WTC title at their second attempt. Wonderful, wonderful. I I think we are all done and let's just wrap things up. Uh, once again, thank you guys for having, uh, for taking out your time and being on this podcast. I know it's been longer than we wanted it to be, but once we get into some healthy conversations, it's really difficult to, you know, cut out things which we have discussed because let's be honest, whatever we have talked about for the last hour or so has been really good. So once again, appreciate you guys coming in here. 
Yeah, it's it's been lovely, you know, uh, discussing Indian cricket after two months of IPL. So that is yeah very extremely refreshing. You know, I'm looking forward to the final. Yeah, it's going to be a going to be a great great outing. So once again, any any parting thoughts from Yash? Yeah, thank you so much for the invite and like I hope we can get together on the podcast more frequently. Yeah, yeah. During yeah. other series as well to put out. Yeah, definitely, part. definitely. This has been such a healthy conversation that I am really looking forward to having you guys once again. And Nachiket, what about you? First of all, Vatsal, thanks a lot for inviting us over. And uh, no this worries. is a topic. Uh, I guess we can go on for another hour, but uh, <laughs> let's yeah. say this is enough for right now. And uh, you have been doing a great job during the IPL too, and we hope to hear a lot of your. podcast in the coming series the coming ashes too so good luck with that thanks thanks a lot and yeah as nachiket mentioned we the cricket corner podcast will be quite regular when it comes to the ashes and uh, so for the time being this is the world test championship preview and we are hoping for an excellent encounter from next week make sure you are liking sharing and subscribing on youtube if you are listening this on spotify then make sure you are giving me those wonderful five star ratings This is me Watsalvora along with Nachiket Dwij and Yash signing off ciao for now Sports Social Podcast Network